when you were here and we walked into the Gucci store. Uh, do you remember how I was hiding my hands behind my back when I was looking at the watches? And I, I instantly knew that like, okay, I was doing that subconsciously because I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there or like I didn't feel like at ease looking at like a watch uh -huh. which was out of my price range. So I would hide my hands, which would make me look really suspicious, right? It's like, hmm, it's just like, <laughs> and so one of the ways we could easily build trust and, and safety within a person, and whether that's a store clerk or anybody, is just to show, show your hands more. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast with Ivan and Sumen. This podcast is all about how to be an optimal, conscious man in today's society. Join Ivan and Sumed as they go deep into the rabbit hole of personal growth, mindset, social dynamics, and spirituality. Are you ready to be a better man? Hey there, guys. We missed you like a motherfucker. <laughs> What's happening, guys? Welcome back to the Better Man podcast with ivan and sumed that's right that's right <laughs> we gotta have the trademark in there so this is a very important episode because we're gonna be talking about the very first step you know we everybody knows everybody knows that first impressions are huge right yeah, humongous yeah it's it's like the what the first 60 seconds makes the first impression right and then that's what somebody's going to see you as for the next, like, month, mm. right? Until you, if, unless you show them differently, even if you show them differently, they're going off based off what they first saw in those first 60 seconds. Right. Definitely. And that's why in this episode, we're going to talk primarily about building rapport and really instantly building rapport what we're trying to break down is what are some ways in which we can make that first impression a lasting impression. And so I'm just going to kick it off, bro, with the affirmations. I've, I've come across two uh, that I find uh, is very, very powerful. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So, so the, what's up? You've been using these. Yeah, I've been using them. Uh, I've been listening to it as a kind of like I've recorded the affirmations and I listen to them a lot. And I mm. found uh, a few of these very relaxing for me. Um, so the first one is repeat after me. I am the first domino and my actions ripple outwards. I am the first domino. And my actions ripple outwardly. Mm -hmm. And the second one is head in the clouds, feet on the ground. Head on the clouds, feet on the ground. Mm. What'd you think of those, bro? I don't know. They're not for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> if they're working for you, if they're working for you, then for sure totally um yeah i'm trying I, to 
I'm trying to kind of like mess around with affirmations, I guess the ones that really stick out to me and, and I'm mm-hmm. making them kind of, I guess, much more eccentric or like, not eccentric, but more, more what I would approach the world as. Does that make sense? Like almost like my approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've been so, like, I mean, maybe, maybe break down what you, you said. I'm the first domino. Mm. Um, the, the thing, the world ripples after my effect, something like that. Right. So the, the idea of like the first domino is almost like the concept of the lone wolf or the mentality of the person who through their isolation, they breed their artistry and by them, they cause a ripple effect out into the world. So the first domino knocks over all the other dominoes that makes some chain reaction happen. So the first initial domino is like the, the pioneer, right? It's the piece that needs to be toppled over. Um, but yeah, I guess, <laughs> do you get what well, I'm so, saying? So, so for you, you, you perhaps you're saying that you need a push. Maybe that's mm, that what you're saying. Yes, you're looking yes. for a push in life. I'm looking to get pushed so that I can, um, so that I can ripple, uh, that outwards outwardly. Yeah. Is that like, it sort of seems like an external push. Hmm. Yeah. Cause, and, cause it's a, cause it's a domino. You know what I mean? It's a domino. Right. Like, um, it's a, you have to push it in the outside world. Right, right, right. And that's kind of, I guess the universe or, or God or, or something higher, a higher power. Mm. Yeah. So you're asking the universe to give you a push. Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't know, mate. You might want to specify what kind of push you want, bro. Because, <laughs> bro, because you're gonna get, uh, bro, you're gonna get a fucking push, bro. Yeah. And yeah. it might not be the push that you want, man. I'm telling you. I, yeah. I'm telling you. I bro, mean, this this you're isn't gonna get what you want. <laughs> this isn't one of those affirmations. Just stands by itself. I guess I have to add more clarity to it. Is what you you mean, like? is um add more specificity to it yeah yeah, yeah that's what I'm, hmm. that's what i would say awesome all right so in terms of you making or building rapport with someone instantly what what are the a few of the indicators that you look for the indicators that i look for for building rapport Yeah, man. Well, you know, not everyone's going to want to build rapport with you. Yeah. I think that's the first step of building rapport is that somebody, not not everyone's out there looking for a conversation. Not everyone's out there looking for a business deal. Not everyone's out there looking to get hit on. Not everyone's out there looking, um, you know, to, to, to look at your fucking movie script. You know what yeah. I mean? Not everyone's out there looking to buy your book, right? Um, even if, like, you work at a car dealership and you sell cars and somebody comes in there and they're looking at cars, mm. they don't necessarily want to buy a car, right? Yeah. They just want to look at the car. 
No, they wouldn't necessarily yeah. want to buy the car. That's the concept of like window shoppers who like just go around just to look at stuff. Yeah. You break it, you mm-hmm. buy it. You break it, you buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I feel like I, when building rapport, it always trying to be seen as safe. Mm, that's that's super key. Yeah. Yeah, trying to be seen as safe. Yeah. Yeah, it does have a, a huge element of safety and trust. And one of the things that I noticed, and this is a very specific example, um, when you were here and we walked into the Gucci store, uh, do you remember how I was hiding my hands behind my back when I was looking at the watches? And I, I instantly knew that like, okay, I was doing that subconsciously because I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there or like I didn't feel like at ease looking at like a watch uh-huh. which was out of my price range. So I would hide my hands, which would make me look really suspicious, right? It's like, hmm, it's just like... <laughs> and so one of the ways we could easily build trust and, and safety within a person and whether that's a store clerk or anybody is just to show, show your hands more. Totally, totally, totally. I, you know, I, you know, somebody might want to counter you and say, mm. "But don't you look like more alpha or more dominant and more like the boss when you walk with your hands behind your back?" And mm. yeah, you do. That is true. But I think if 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 you are if this person has never seen you before, they don't know who you are, yeah. right? And you and you come in with your hands behind their back. It just creates suspicion. Yeah. Yeah, because it's that first impression, like you were saying. You want to yeah. tell them, you, we were looking at that charisma course, right? What were they saying about the hands? Can you tell them? Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, the chari- so what they were saying is generally when people show their wrists or their hands, it's to denote uh, a feeling of trust or safety. And because essentially like, you know, we put our hands up or, you know, like <laughs> in, in terms of getting someone to trust us, like if we, someone puts a gun to us, we immediately put hands up, right? That's kind of like a gesture of I'm, I'm okay. Like you can trust me. Caught red handed is another like, you know, analogy for based on that. But basically what it was saying is even if you're doing videos like this, you want your hands to be seen in the frame so that people can trust your gestures that you're making. That it's not like, so in a lot of video content, I see a lot of um, influencers just cropping just their eyes or like they're just primarily not showing a lot of their body or their hand gestures. And yeah, what that Mm. course, what that Mm. course really reminded me is like, yeah, show more of your hands, but don't show it too much because that's like supplicating behavior. Right, so there has to be a fine line and a refinement. Yeah, totally. I, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. I, I totally agree with you. So, yeah. so what I would say is like at first, before I even approach somebody, with like getting close to them or or talking to them, my first move would just be like to give them a, a hello, like a hello gesture with my hands. Mm. Right, hands are safe. I'm not holding any knives in my hands. That's what mm. that's what you're subconsciously saying. <laughs> to their to their system, to their fucking no knives. To their, uh, 
It's to like, their lower levels of of, uh, of spiral dynamics. Their lower levels of spiral <laughs> dynamics are in danger. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. Uh, for, for people tuning in who have no idea what that is, it's a, a concept by Ken Wilber, who, who uh, created this, these different levels of, of what are they exactly? Spiral dynamics? Are they levels of thinking? Yeah, it's just sort of like he sort of created it for leadership. He wanted to know okay. about like hundred different leaders think, and yeah. he realized that like people can be categorized in in, in eight different categories, and it oh. all has to do this more so like this is more so like like levels to society. Let's say right let's put it levels that way. to society. Yes, yes, societal so, so way of first, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get what you're so saying. the first, it's like. It's like the fuck. What is it? Level white, beige, level white. beige or something. Beige, 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 and that's yeah. the that's the level of like you know, b- yeah. babies, like someone who needs somebody else to take care of them, right? They're fully and yeah dependent, yeah. And the world is either good or bad, right? And then and then you go in the low, like a little bit higher level of consciousness, and it's like tribe. It's a tribe mentality. It's like. Mm. Everything is for the tribe. Um, you're not even, you're not your own thing. You are the tribe. You're not separate. Mm. You are the tribe. And then a little bit higher is like the fucking um uh the fucking um 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 red. It's red where it's like I'll do whatever the fuck it takes, mm. even kill. I'll even kill somebody. Hmm. Red, yeah. yeah. Red is more like going outwards into, like you're you're kind of much more of an attacking frame. Yeah, for it's sure. like me, it's like me with the team, and then me against the world kind of mentality. So it goes from tribal yeah. to a uh, very. Um, very leadership type. Well, not leadership because leaders don't necessarily have to kill, but it's much more it, it, survival, right? Survival. Yeah, all of them are. All of them are for survival. All of them. Okay. Are, like each level has its own like survival strategy. Okay. Right. But in the lower levels, you're more susceptible to get killed through weapons. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's in the lower levels of spiral dynamics because. Because uh, you, you might get you might get killed. People are out there looking to kill you, man. Yeah. So, so part of your your brain is thinking because, like, like I've said before, and I said this in my book, mm. you are all of the levels. You are the lower levels and the mid levels and the high levels, right? So, mm. so so many like the what's the most important thing? Like out of everything, everything, everything. What the fuck is this, bitch? Hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on. Well, these weird as numbers call me. <laughs> um, um, like over everything, over everything. What are the two most important things as humans? Survival and replication. Yeah. If you put any of those two in danger. Like, 
that's that's why I say the, the when I see when I when I want to be seen by somebody, I want to be seen as safe, right? right. I don't want to put their I don't want to look like I'm trying to put their genes in danger, and I don't right. want to make be it look like I want to put their their life in danger either. Right, and you don't want to be a cock block to put their replication in danger either. Yeah. 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 So something I was thinking about in terms of rapport is um, mentioning people by name because people like the sound of their own name. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes I'll notice when I remember somebody's name, they have a lot more gravitational pull towards me. Like, oh, wait, you were actually remembered my name? Like, it, it, even if it's like a very complicated one, like a foreign name or like, I generally like to use mnemonics. So when I'll, I'll try to remember Tony, uh, I'll imagine Tony's face on a box of Frosted Flakes and, and, and sort of correlate him with Tony the Tiger, even though he's not or has nothing yeah. to do with that. It yeah, sort of yeah, just yeah. helps to remember. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's a really good way. Like if you want to be extremely influential with every single person that you meet, yeah. know their name the first time. Right. Yeah. And, and, and what you mentioned like that, that's a very good strategy um, that, that memory, memory geniuses use to, to create um, lasting impressions inside of their own brain. Yeah, I think and, I got this uh, one from Jim Quick, to, actually, yeah. Yeah, to make, like, like if you're trying to remember something, make it, like, so outrageous. Yeah. Uh, just so outrageous. Like, like, fucking, well, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, this is the first time I meet you, this is the first time I meet you, Sumed, right? And, <laughs> and I'll be like, well, I'm trying to learn Sumed's name. How do I, how do I learn, how do I remember Sumed's name if I want to influence this person? Right, maybe I'm trying to sell you a house, right? Maybe mm. I'm trying to sell you a fucking house, bro. And and mm. like I'm gonna make bang from this. Or maybe I'm trying to do the business. <laughs> you maybe I'm trying to hey, real estate. Like, I, something's gonna happen, right? Like mm. I'm I'm a somebody that wants to do big things in life. So if I'm seeking out other people, I want like uh, it's gonna be because something big, right? So I wanna remember your name. What are you gonna like? I'll look at some ad and I'll be like, soon. Mm, Ed, some head, right? <laughs> and then I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just like, let's just say, I'll just picture myself. I know that look, it's kind of outrageous, but I'm about to go outrageous. Look, I'll picture myself getting some head, like some, like you know, good, good, good. Some and, good, good. And then I'll, I'll picture Sumed like walking into the room, and be like, he, he's looking no, for fuck? like his like, like rock seats. Yeah, 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 bro. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then this <laughs> whole time we're in, we're in somebody's somebody's head. We're in somebody's head, like mm-hmm. inside their mind. Damn, that goes. So that's how you gotta make this shit. You gotta make it outrageous, like huge. Yeah, I mean that's the best way to remember it is to, with with an outrageous scenario. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm. And also, like I've noticed, another thing is. Sometimes I go very inwards in social interactions and I notice that it's because I'm actively trying to absorb the environment and like different people or a new situation. 
And sometimes my silence creates like a vacuum. You know what I mean? And it, I sort of try to express myself, but instead it doesn't come out the way that I want it to or, or the way that I'm trying to express it. So one of the things that helps me to build rapport for someone like me, who's much more, um, I guess, introverted is Mm -hmm. a way that I perceive people and, and how I see them and being able to freely open up to them as if I knew them from ages ago. So like, yeah, Yeah. right. Like, like uh, I'll approach them like that. I knew them from this birthday party, like seven years back, even there, even though they're a complete stranger, I assume that kind of familiarity and that puts them into the kind of frequency of trust and safety. Totally, totally. Like super friendliness, like, like, yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to like put it into words, this feeling of, you know, when you just approach a homie, when you approach a homie and you're like, Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, how you feeling, man? How you, yo, how you feeling, bro? Right. Like just sort of approach a stranger in that way. Mm. They're, they're they're like, their body's like sort of not even going to have a choice, but to, to answer you in a very calm way as well. Totally. Because however you feel, that person is going to feel that way too. Yeah. Love state transference. Like I've, I've approached girls when I'm nervous. Um, and that made them nervous. It made them fucking feel nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, cause start to think about it. They're like, Oh, why is this guy nervous? Why is he nervous? What, what is he trying to do? What is he hiding? He's, he's nervous for a reason. He's trying to hide something. You're not nervous. Cause you get nervous whenever you feel guilty. Right. Mm, that's a good point, man. You get nervous when you try to hide something. So when you expose yourself to social situations and you're freely yourself, then the nervousness might just also dilute, right? Cause you're not putting on this mask or this persona anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fucking Lee, bro. Taking away that person who you're pretending to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 100 dude. <laughs> I really like that. So, um, yeah, I just thought of this this other idea of, you know, I was talking about this in my verbal vinyasa course, uh, which is which is coming out soon. But um, essentially, it's the it's the concept of acknowledging others, right? People want to be heard, seen, felt, recognized, and even if we're just saying, "Yo, I totally get what you're going through right now," or if you're like, "Yo, I feel that," like. I've been through a similar situation like that before. Like people want that acknowledgement that they're being heard and validated. Um, Mm. So if you can do that in a social context, it's going to do incredible things for your rapport. Listen to them. Yeah, exactly. Listen to them. The only way to do that is by listening to them. Right. Mm. Um, And then, to, for, they're going to think that you are a great conversationalist even when they did they did most of the conversation 
Right. Exactly saying, right. All you all you did all you did was go. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Or like or <laughs> or like you're just asking him questions or let's just say if I echoing. Have you ever heard of the the term echoing? Yeah. 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 Just if if you're unsure about something that somebody said, just echo it back to them. Yeah. Right. Don't assume that you know. If you don't know, just just you're seeking clarity, right? You're trying to listen. You're trying to understand them, right? Mm. Go yeah. and repeat back what they just said to you, and to them, that's going to acknowledge that you heard them. But that's also going to acknowledge that that they need to have more clarity, and then you'll have that more clarity. Mm. Right. Yeah. Echoing kind of reminds me of the, the concept of mirroring as well. And the fact how we, we mirror each other's body language subconsciously to bring each other, like two people closer together. And I mean, human beings are quite like a narcissistic species in the sense of biology reasons. And then of course we have that learned helplessness, learned altruism, learned all sorts of things as a, as a human culture of course, but ultimately we like that feeling that someone else is like us, you know, that, that someone else is very similar to us and echoing, I think is, is like hearing your own words back to you. Like I do that when I'm coaching as well. And it helps just to reflect for people to reflect. Also, I've noticed like if I'm mirroring someone's body language, like if someone has their arms crossed over, you don't want to imitate them very, um, very directly but it's more like a subtle, like maybe you have your arms slightly uh, closed in just like theirs. And it's a very subtle kind of social maneuver. And this, this works because of mirror neurons. So mm-hmm. like my brain will fire if I see a picture of a, of a person jumping on a trampoline, the same uh, neurons of the person actually jumping on the trampoline is firing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. That, that means that whatever we are seeing and our brains are like a recorder, right? So our eyes are recording and our ears are recording and our smell is recording and <laughs> all our senses are like recording. And so, yeah, just uh, stop watching so much like horror and violence and shit. Like watch it, but like distance yourself from it. Uh, because all right, guys, it's- I'm going to have to take a quick pause. I'm going to have to take a quick pause. My dad's calling me. All right, guys, we're going to pause it. See you guys soon. Mm-hmm. All right, and we're back. What's going on? And uh, we decided that uh, we're going to talk a little bit about voice tonality. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the reality is that most of what we're saying, 70% of what we're saying is not communicated through the words. The words do 10% of the talking. Right, but the tonality it does seventy percent of the talking for you. Mm. You will communicate your internal thoughts by the tone of your voice. Mm. Explain to people so, what so you mean by that. Yeah. So 
it's like uh, I made this video on my uh, exclusive uh, uh, channel, um, Live Masters Coaching. Um, I have a fucking what is that called? A Patreon account. Patreon, a Patreon account. Yeah. A, a patron. Yeah. And basically, what I talked about was let's just say somebody says, "Man, I don't give a f-. like." They go on Twitter, right? People do this shit all the time. They go on Twitter. They're like, "Man, give a fuck what." You think you think I care what anybody thinks about me, right? Like when reality reality is that, like if you didn't care, you wouldn't have wrote it down that way, right? If you didn't care, you first of all you wouldn't even have said that you didn't care, right? You just ignore it. <laughs> you just, you you just wouldn't care. But yeah. like saying that you don't care is a way of caring. Caring, yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, again, it's like what I was saying earlier about people wanting to be heard and seen, right? So it's like, I want to be heard that I don't care, but it's like a cry for help kind of thing, mentality. Yeah, exactly. And if, you know, if you were to hear this person in real life, somebody that actually wouldn't care, they would say, well, you know, it really just depends on that person. And, and I know that whatever somebody thinks about me is really just their own perspective, uh, their own perspective. And it's, re- it's really just a reflection of who they are. And it really doesn't say much about me because I know who I am as a person. You know, they're only looking at, uh, at a few pages <laughs> of my book. And I, I know my whole book. You know what I mean? Like Bruh. somebody who's, who's, what's up? That's so epic. That Freudian slip that you made, you created your own word. Like... <laughs> you said like what did you say you said it was like perspective but perspective and reflection way. together yeah 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 so pro perfection 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 oh it's so Yo, good it's such a good word it's such a good word a perfection a perfection my nigga <laughs> god yeah, I, I think um, vocal tonalities is really key because, first of all, you just want to be able to train that muscle, right? Like, I, I was learning this from, so Jeffy uh, from RSD, from Real Social Dynamics, has a seven-day free uh, Facebook challenge. And in one of them, he talks about training your vocal mode and your vocal muscles, and he, he talks about how there's like staccato, which is like choppy, like, look here, I'm going to, and then there's like legato, which is like flowy, right? Moves everything across. And then there's like loud and quiet, intense, relaxed, high pitch, low pitch. And a lot of people talk super monotone and they're, they're like really boring to listen to, right? In their voice, because it doesn't have that range. And so what yeah. are the... It's the, the range is the most important thing. Because even yeah. if someone could be talking passionately, but if they just do that all the time, that's still monotone. Yeah. And so what Jeffy recommended was that you, you try something called vocal flexing, which is essentially you try to do as much of this as you can. So, you'll, um, so the challenge is to introduce yourself as you know, as speaking. So I'll be like, hi, my name is Sumed. And I'm really happy to be here. By the way, you know, it's sort of like just taking these different tonalities and meshing them together. 
to try and exercise that that vocal muscle, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, and you wouldn't you wouldn't actually talk like that in person. That's just right. the tool to train yourself. It's just the exercise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cause just imagine going up to somebody. Someone comes up to you. <laughs> Hi, my name is. What the fuck is going on with you? God, are you get the fuck out of here, you fucking freak! God damn, yeah. Something or something, yeah. Possession, one hundred percent possession, without a doubt. Yo, actually, something that that came to my mind. Um, something that something that came to my mind about safety was thoughts, words, actions aligned, right? Mm. Um, like, okay. it's like trust. Let's just say trust, right? Let's just say someone, like, I'm going to go, just, the way that I like to make examples is I like to go, like, way out into the beyond, like, super exaggerated, like, super, super fucking crazy extreme. Because that's where, like, it's, it's easier to understand, right? So let's just say someone says, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kill someone, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go and they kill that person. Well, to me, I can trust that person <laughs> to kill someone. I can trust that person with like, whatever yeah. they say, I believe what they're going to say. Right? right, and people say, what they're gonna say. say things like that all the time, right? It's like, oh, this is hell. This is tor- no, it's not. You're not in hell right now. You're in reality, right? So it's like, it, people say things that they don't mean, and that sort of comes across in the language. Is that what you're saying? Um, uh, I'd say it's more so like integrity. Integrity, right? Okay. Yeah. Like if someone who's going to do what they say they're gonna do mm. even when even when nobody's looking what even when nobody's looking what are you willing to do when nobody's watching i love that yeah so so that is how i would like like that even comes across whenever you first meet somebody yeah because They're looking, they're analyzing you as a person. Are you safe, right? And if you're someone who does what you say you're going to do, that makes you a safe person in terms of, I know that this person is going to do this, right? And then this, the, and then people are more willing to open up to you, right? Because trustworthy, like I can trust right. you. If you say you're going to do it, you're trustworthy to me, right? Right. And the thing is, a lot of people whose thoughts, words, and actions aren't aligned are very prone to low self-esteem. And so the yeah. thing, it, it, it like chisels, chisels away at your self-esteem. And sometimes that can be really tough on an individual. So if you are struggling with that, one of the things that I would do is just Kaizen approach, you know, like do little things which you know you can do say you're going to do them and then accomplish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That little promises for yourself. Right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I'm reminded of that really cheesy quote, like each breath is a love note to your body. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in, but yeah. 
That sounds like some roomy type quote. Roomy type beat. <laughs> for, yeah. for sure, dude. Rumi's got some really nice quotes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a super. But you know who's right? So, goddamn, bro, them niggas, bro. Who who knows where they what's going? They yeah. dude, their level of energy is 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 like in the enlightenment stage. Whoa! Without a fact, like Sufism yeah. itself is in like six hundred and eighty. Six hundred itself is enlightenment. Whoa. <laughs> These dudes are operating above enlightenment, dude. Like the religion itself. But not, not, I can't say all yeah. the people who are Sufis are Whoa. there, but they're they're high up there. Yeah, because in order for you, you know, there's in Sufism, they have these these guys called the dervish dancers. And, and what they do is they spin and they dance. And they can do that for hours on end. So they can spin for hours. And n- naturally, that would make someone dizzy right get vertigo or some shit but they're able to do it for such long periods of time that it's like whoa man they're definitely in an altered state of consciousness to be able to you know do that kind of activity damn this is what the fuck yeah <laughs> how would it, how would a sufi build rapport <laughs> i have no idea bro you'd have to ask one <laughs> you know, uh, I met a Sufi. I met a Sufi before, actually, mm-hmm. and um, and he wouldn't look me in the eyes, mm. right? He wouldn't look me, in the, and it wasn't because of fear. I think, in in a way, it, it sort of made me feel like I'm not worthy of being seen, of being looked into the eyes by this person. Mm. Right? Really. That's so interesting. <laughs> and and, and in, a, in a way, so that is also one different way, like to communicate your power to somebody, right? So like some like sometimes you will you will want to do eye contact, right? Yeah. But sometimes by by giving some somebody less eye contact, giving them less attention, mm. right? That's gonna make them want to seek your attention more. Right, it's kind of like the distracted rock star kind of like you're you're just more drawn to that magnetism because that person is in a different kind of I guess status or frame of reference and so you're you're seeking that by them giving you less of it. It's like um it's not like well I was thinking of like cat string theory but it's not exactly like that but it's kind of like when you are giving maintaining eye contact with someone you're you're building rapport for sure but then once you're taking it away as a not as a way to distance yourself but as a way to use it as a tool or just you are naturally in your own world you know you're you're not like you're not using it to push people away from you, right? You're doing it because that's naturally you. You get, you are in your own frame. You're in your own consciousness. And so I think that, yeah, just the authenticity aspect of that really draws people towards a person. So mm-hmm. I would say generally, like, people operate on this paradigm of, like, people are superior than me, people are inferior than me, and people are equal to me, right? And so... Mm-hmm. Instead of that like paradigm, it's like when you think people are superior to you, you feel 
inferior, like you have an inferiority complex, right? You get insecure. But if you feel that um, people are inferior to you, then you have a superiority complex and you're arrogant or whatever, like, you, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. the middle ground is like, yeah, I'm equal to these people because I'm also a human being, but also I'm not competing with anybody else. I'm competing with me yesterday. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's coming internally. It's not looking for the external factors to, to, to decide on their confidence levels. Mm-hmm. Um, cause sort of coming back to the idea of, of rapport. Yeah. Um, because my level of energy is very different from people here who are working the job, um, where I'm at in construction. Yeah. Um, the way they communicate is different, right? So if you want to build rapport with someone to where they can trust you, you need to communicate the way that they communicate, right? So, yeah. so uh, like uh, someone's talks with more slang, I'll talk to them with more slang, right? Mm. If someone, um, if someone like I, I call them on the phone, right? And they're like, hey, what's up? What is that? Right? They're like, <laughs> like talking. They're talking really fast, right? Yeah. I'm. I might like talk really fast, really quick, with, with them too, right? Um, yeah, it goes back to the whole, I'll whole like loosen, mirroring, and then yeah? eventually I'll loosen it up, and yeah. eventually I'll loosen it up, and I'll guide them in an, into an easier, smoother way. Mm, that's what in NLP you say, like pacing and leading. So you pace them first, and then you lead them into your yeah, no. into your uh, speed. Let's say, yeah, mm. yeah, into my into my speed. Or into my language, yeah, or whatever, um, and yeah, yeah, that's that's just basically how how I've done it, um, all the time. Or like if someone's like mad, right? Like let's just say let's just say somebody's mad, not at you, mm. but they're mad. Mm. And 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 you you can't go in there being like, hey, it's all right, just forget about it. Like like you know, yeah, just, just just like like no, well that. Like, just imagine you're pissed. Someone's telling you, stop being pissed. Oh, shit. Thanks a fucking lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You you yeah. really just made me see it all. You know? Actually, what like, those it, people it, want is for people to get mad with them. Yeah. You yeah. got to get mad with them. Yeah. And you got to get mad with them. Yeah. And then you can pay, you can lead them lead into, them. like, into yeah. into more peace and more calmness. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm reminded of this guy who was like, you know, he had a, oh, I'm having a really rough day, right? He sighed. And then I sighed as well. I was like, oh yeah, tell me about it. And then I slowly like started to change his vibe because in a client, when I hear someone speak in a very specific way, I want to first and foremost, just pace their reality and their way of speaking and their mannerisms and things like that. And mm-hmm. You, you sort of become like a shapeshifter, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You you have to become what that person is looking for, right? Mm. So, like, the same applies to eye contact. The same applies to eye contact. Like, how much is good? Like, some people say, hold eye contact the whole time. So, to some people, that's just going to make you feel like, what the fuck is going on with this, <laughs> this guy? Like, 
does he need blink? Like, what's going on? No, it, it's going to freak you out. So give as much eye contact as much as the other person is giving you. Oh, hmm. that's good. So, so that's what I mean by mirroring, right? right. Mirroring even to the degree of, of the eye contact, right? Yeah. Because that's what's going to make the person be like, oh, they're just like me. We like people that are similar to us, that are like us, right? Mm. That's what we're aiming for. Yeah. Yeah, that's what people essentially want is a bunch of their own clones running around. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I think you're right. I think people <laughs> think to themselves, "I'm right. The whole world is wrong." Yeah, the if everyone just did it my way, then the whole world would be great. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty much everybody. That's <laughs> pretty much everybody. Yeah, <laughs> the world revol- the world revolves around me and everything that. I- yeah, it's like biocentrism, right? It's like the the concept like we all see ourselves as this grand like player in this game right it's like because we are our consciousness and so everybody is experiencing this oneness but through their own eyes from a fresh perspective so it's like yeah so like take two people right like if you take a a person who's like from Guatemala and a person who's like from Egypt and you put them in one room, right? It's going to be difficult for them to communicate if they don't have the same language. However, there's still a communication happening. Yeah. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's an unspoken one without them even saying anything. If they're still like, let's say they're in the same room, there's still a humanness and an unspoken kind of vibe happening between them. And so it's like, we have to take into account like- Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, cause anyone can, can see when, I, anyone can see when someone is sad, anyone mm. can see when someone is happy, anyone right. can see when someone is angry. I still understand what you're feeling. I may yeah. not understand your thoughts, but I can understand your feelings. Mm, right. And also like the concept of like, if you become very observant to people's reactions and emotions, you start to notice the micro expressions too. Like if they quickly furrow their brows, you know, they're kind of pissed. Or if they slowly like have a little droopy sad face, like in a brief millisecond, you can tell that they're, they're sad yeah. about that one subject, you know, <laughs> or. Or they, yeah, or they make like a, like a, like a half blink, like a half 50% blink. blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, the, like if you're on YouTube, if you're on YouTube right now, it goes like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the squint. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But the eyes never close. The eyes never close. They just like close a little bit and they open up really quick. Mm. What do you think that's that like indicates? someone looking getting mad? I think that's Loki. Someone like wanting to say something, but they don't say it, and they're kind of pissed about it. They're like, like that. I think it. I think it's somebody <laughs> getting pissed, right? Because uh, whenever we close our eyes, 
we squint them or we like burr, we uh we make a um, um yeah i'm reminded of like the fry meme of like you know from futurama how like fry's like squinting his eyes yeah yeah we we squint in order to focus hmm yeah to laser in on something yeah mm. so um so I, I guess it could just mean there is a lasering in on their thoughts, but mm. but it or, sort of but it sort of seems like if they open it up back really quick, because uh, the, the 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 mini squint, the fifty percent mm. squint is the one yeah. I'm talking about. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's a bit different. It's a bit different. Maybe they're just like confused. It could be a sign of like just because the thing is their body is just reacting, you know, unconsciously, and so they're just like. Maybe it's like more of a huh. It could be anything, actually. We could definitely look it up, like, what it means. But it's so super interesting how, like, different gestures and different little micro-expressions symbolize different things for different people. Totally. Totally. Mm. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I guess guess body language is, is... Is universal. Yeah. And also sounds like noises that aren't noises that aren't sounds. Does that make sense? Like what I mean by like grunts, claps, growls, um noises that aren't sounds, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was just said it out loud and I was like, that's the same thing. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna shut down the Better Man podcast now. All because of you God. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, words, like, words that are words that, yeah, okay. words that okay, that, yeah, grunts and shit like that, um, like onomatopoeia is what I'm talking about, like sounds that are not words, like ah oh, man, that's the that's the word is onomatopoeia is the word for sounds, right? right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So like splash or like burp. Or like, or like bam. Yeah, yeah. Or like ouch. Or like ouch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy so because it's like cultures say different things for ouch. Uh huh. Like, uh huh. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like in Mexico, it'd be like ay, and yeah. then, and then in like China, it would be like oi. Yeah. Here in India, it's like oof. That's the common one. Oof. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's weird, right? <laughs> Mm. yeah really strange language is a weird one but yeah coming back to mm. the topic of rapport um mm. basically what you gotta do for rapport right you just gotta rap on the port and that's it it's a good idea bro good idea. people fighting outside and i can hear it through my like send them love send them love send them love Wow, they're fighting like. This is it. Like I, I think this is it. You know, I think this is it. I think we can. We. I think I'm ready to close. You're ready to close out. All right, man. Yeah. All right, guys. I think I gave a lot of good content. I think if this was a good episode. I think people are gonna get a lot of value from it. To be honest with you. Definitely, definitely for sure. If they're wow. into persuasion. Persuasion, yeah. This is great stuff for sales as well. Like building that instant mm-hmm. rapport. Like sales. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, so, sure. so like meeting people where they're at is like the first level, right, of, of that. And then pacing and leading is the next level of that. And, yeah, we mentioned a lot of great things in this episode. If you guys are interested, you know, in this particular episode, or go back to and listen to um, episode one where we talk about high status body language. And then there's also a bunch of other episodes. That's a really good episode. Yeah, high status body language is a really good episode on body language and and, uh, and talking to people there's a few other ones i'm talking to people i'm not too sure though yeah there's a couple of them ba- um that you can watch based primarily more on socializing with with women uh, there's a couple in terms of that we have an episode three on women or something and, and also a couple of guests like uh a couple of people in the seduction community who who we've interviewed and that's been also so you guys can find that out um, go back to some of the episodes, check them out. Hope, ho- hopefully they answer your questions. If not, you can always send us a message at uh, Flowzone Academy or at our Odd Resilience. And yeah, we love you guys, man. You guys are amazing. Yeah, sure. yeah and if you guys want to learn more um, on my book, guys, my book, Command Respect, Learn to Set Boundaries Using Consciousness, Psychology, and the Law of Attraction. Once you know how to really use the law of attraction, it's, it's going to take, take a little bit of time, right? But just like going to the gym, it's going to take a little bit of time to see a big result, right? When you use these tools, your life gets exponentially easier. You get richer. You get sexier, more confident with ease. It's just easier. Mm. Now I just want to put that out there. It's not a hard sell. <laughs> awesome, man. All right. Yeah. Go check out his book. And for you guys, you know, I have a course coming on its way. Stay tuned for that. It's called Verbal Vinyasa. Having said that, peace and love. Be the best. Forget the rest. Odd resilience. Ice Nation. And we out. If you would like to contact Sumed for peak performance coaching, Go to at Flowzone Academy on Instagram. That's F L O Z O N E Academy. If you would like to connect to your higher self, contact Ivan at odd.resilience. That's O D D dot resilience. Also, make sure you follow the Better Man podcast on Instagram. See you next time.